Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to another edition here of Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM, Roster Free Radio, WRFZLP, Rochester, and those listening online at rosterfreeradio.com. Hey there, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to another edition here of Mind of Magnus. Uh, I'm hoping everyone is enjoying their uh, somewhat nice weather we're having. Um, We've had some nice weather. We're back into springtime again. We had some summer for a bit, some fall, some autumn, some monsoon, some hurricanes, some, uh, I think, every weather pattern known. Hail was uh, falling again. And I said this last year, uh, last week, and this week it seems to be doing it again. So uh, I want to uh, first uh, tell folks that uh, please bear with me a bit. I recently got cold again. I got another cold. I guess we should blame uh, Flower City Comic Con. The cons always bring out the uh, con crud, as it's called. So every once in a while, I may lean back as I'm coughing away. So please, you know, ignore my uh, slight uh, problems there with coughing and hacking and all sorts of other good things. So, uh, but you are tuning in here to the Mind of Magnus, my uh, my fun little radio show, show here on 106.3 FM. I am the host, John Magnus. And if you are a first time listener to this wonderful show, uh, I want to let you guys know it's going to be all talking. Usually tonight, actually be a little bit of a change of pace. We're going to play some music along with it because my guest is going to be none other than Metal Mountain uh, host himself, uh, Randall Burton from here at 106.3 FM. And uh, he'll be talking about music, a lot of different fun stuff. Um, but uh, but first, I want to do a couple things, as I always do. I want to thank those who wrote in this week saying they enjoyed the show. Uh, I've had a lot of great people uh, letting me know they're tuning in to the show. We've had, uh, we had Tim write in saying that last week's show was a great one. He had fun listening to John Shalia on the, uh, on the radio show. He uh, didn't realize that uh, someone else could have a voice like mine, apparently. So apparently I must have had a guest that sounded a lot like me. So thanks for writing in and harassing the heck out of me. Uh, I want to say a thank you to those who wrote in saying that they are uh, Patreon supporters here on the radio station. We really love when you guys toss a couple bucks our way to help keep the lights on. We can't do it without you, and we truly, truly appreciate it. Um, to those who wrote in, we had uh, Sean saying that he wanted to uh, check the website out. He wants to support when he gets his next paycheck, so please do. Uh, do not feel guilty if you can't do it yet. We'll take a dollar next month as well if you want. Uh, but if you want to be a Patreon supporter here at the show, go to our website uh, at rosterfreeradio.com. Uh, there's somewhere a link on there somewhere for Patreon. If not, just do, go to patreon.com and uh, do a search for Roger Free Radio. A few dollars a month, all we ask. Uh, keeps the lights on, keeps some great stuff happening, a lot of good guests uh, come on my show and uh, are now saying they, they listen to the station quite a bit and uh, say it's worth listening to, so I agree with them. Uh, let's see, <clears throat> any other fun sort of news happened before I go into this mix, uh, this awesome mix of a fun evening here tonight. Um, I want to uh, thank uh, everyone for also supporting uh, some of the uh, projects we've been mentioning. And uh, we had a couple of guests that write in saying you guys have been tuning into their uh, what they've been working on, sending tweets out for the various projects and uh, have attended some other fun events. So I want to thank you to all of that. And uh, also I want to send a quick shout before it gets too far in the scenario that uh, my wonderful girlfriend's turning uh, a, a number she doesn't want to say on the radio probably uh, this coming week. And uh, I'm looking forward to spending some time with her that way. So if she is listening, and I know she's not feeling so well, I want to give a personal shout out to her. hope she's feeling better. Tell her that I love her and uh, looking forward to her birthday. So, but, so let's get into the fun part of the show. You are talking to a man who is six foot tall, shaved head, epic beard. If you think about the music I'm listening to, it's either polka 
or metal. And you're probably writing both those, that's how it goes. But tonight, my guest is actually going to be Randall Burton from the Metal Mountain here. Uh, Friday nights at midnight into the Saturday, the perfect time for metal. Uh, so without further ado, I'll bring uh, Randall on to the show here. So Randall, thanks for joining me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And I do want to say one thing. You said you did not want to mention your girlfriend's age on the air. That is always a smart move because <laughs> you got to remember, you do not want to embarrass the one who can kick you out of bed. <laughs> and if she kicks you out of bed, that's really going to make your Fridays and Saturdays sort of depressing. <laughs> well, you have something to do now. Friday nights, so I can listen to your music. <laughs> exactly. But um, but all that being said, if I'm not mistaken, there's like this big orange button for the Patreon. If you want to click on that and donate a few bucks, whatever is there. Because, you know, that is what's going to keep the lights on, as you said. That is what's going to keep you being entertained by all the shows you know and love and the hosts that you are fans of. So you are part of us. You are part of our community. Every time you click on that orange button and you make a donation to Patreon, you are part of the Roster Free Radio community. And we really do appreciate it. And there's not enough words or ways to express how much we appreciate all you do. Yeah, it's actually this is a great, great station. I've had a lot of fun. And actually, I'm having a great time. those that have been listening in to my show, you're the second or third host I've had on here. Third, actually. Ah, excellent. Um, and uh, I have had such a great time getting to know the people that share this station with me. And uh, and I feel fun. Now, now, every time I talk about it and we talk about the, the Patreon, I feel like we're having a pledge drive, which is, which is even cooler. <laughs> um, but I wanted to have you on first off. Like I was telling people, I... Uh, 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 big guy, shaved head, epic beard, look very metal. You win because you have hair that is pure metal over there. It is is remarkable. I have actually had people tell me that my hairstyle reminds them of Freddie Mercury in the late 1970s, or maybe Mark Stracy from Crocus, uh, Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot. I've I've gotten all those mentions as far as my hair is concerned. And the fact that I am, and I will admit to it, the fact that I am 40 and I'll be 41 next month, I am glad that I can still grow my hair like that because <laughs> um, we do have somebody, another host on this station, the guy that does the countdowns mm. whose forehead is planning a massive takeover. <laughs> I mean, his hairline's receding so bad it's leaving skid marks. <laughs> I think it's actually a retreating hairline. That's <laughs> A retreating scary. hairline. It's that works. Up. It's running away. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But epic hair uh, is you. You, you, you're between us both. We now have an average set of hair since I have a big <laughs> shaved head. Uh, but uh, but tell me about you've been. This is you're doing the Friday nights to Saturdays here. You own the evening for what for 106.3 FM, and you are pumping out kick-ass metal. And oh yeah. I mean, I try to encompass everything because a lot of people they they have a stereotypical view of metal. It's just loud guitars, you know, and all that. But I try to do everything from like the neoclassical metal, um, the symphonic metal from Finland. A lot of the really? bands there, like Nightwish um, and Barry and Dawn, they have female lead singers who are actually classically trained. Mm-hmm. And on Barry and Dawn, I can't remember which track it is off their latest album, but they actually have a song where it's a duet between their lead singer and an Italian soprano or an Italian opera star. Really? All right, so I try to encompass everything to show there's all, so many of these different genres of metal out there. There's even a band out there from uh, Russia that plays polka metal. It is <laughs> I, polka metal. I am all over okay, that. Okay, and, and I, I have to send you the track, but um, that's amazing. But yeah, but but there is so much out there that a lot of people don't realize. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of great bands, a lot of new bands that are coming up, and you, you'll hear one of them throughout you know later bit in the show but there, there, like i said there's just so much out there oh i've been i didn't realize even growing up i always you listen to metal i'm kind of listen you would you know only be exposed to what the radio would play because i didn't have cable growing up 
And then luckily, as I get older, your friends start handing you the mixtape <laughs> to being like, you should listen to this and you should listen to that. And uh, mind you, some of my first friends, they had a lot of metal friends. I also had a lot of friends playing like comedy stuff that I, I'm a Weird Al fan as yeah. well. So I have a lot of fun crossovers and covers and stuff, which I was talking about before the show started. Uh, I like I've been to um, uh, Mac Sabbath, which is a black uh, uh McDonald's theme uh, uh, Black Sabbath yeah. cover band. The sort of odd scenarios that my my Venn diagram of music kind of overlaps on itself. Um, so actually, if you guys have any questions, by the way, I always like to give out this part too. If you have any questions, you want to write to the show directly, you can message me at Magnus Apollo on Twitter, or you can send a message to uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com. It comes right here to the station, and we'll gladly ask the questions away myself or my guest, I always tell you. Um, if you, uh, I, people are already messaging me. The um, We do have a trivia part of my show as well. All right. And uh, Randall actually has already imparted some trivia on me, so I've learned already <laughs> from him today too. But uh, so... Those who are listening in, this is your chance. Like I said, I have a trivia part of my show. I will ask my uh, guest a trivia and uh, a bit of trivia, and he has all show to answer the, uh, the the chance to answer it if he gets it right. And has a multiple choice question. Oh, one, so cool! I like multiple bad. choice. Yeah, it's easier this way. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> and uh, if he gets it right, he gets to join me. Uh, I treat him to a meatballs and beer at Skylark. Uh, and uh, the first person that messages in for a right answer uh, also can either join us if you're having fun or you're a metalhead and you want to join us as well you're welcome to if not I'll treat you guys to a uh, meatballs and beer as well so I'll answer the trivia question in a couple minutes so tune in for that one uh, but back to the topics at hand we have a guy that uh, his voice may be familiar to as well uh, if you have to be a person a fan of wrestling especially locally here yes nice you're a local guy that that, that you're a uh, now you were Doing tell me more about the, okay. the wrestling. I, I got started back in 2000 with NMW, which was one of the first promotions to run in Rochester. They ran from 2000 until about 2002. Uh-huh. Then there was a little gap, but I was part of a show called WrestleVision. It was me, Scotty Bender, who was my uh, you know broadcast partner with NMW, Rich Colosi, who produced the NMW shows. We did the first season of WrestleVision, then Rich Colosi left. We got a new guy who wasn't as good, unfortunately, and mm-hmm. the quality of the show sort of you know went down. But then I got involved with what was then Rochester Pro Wrestling, which became NW Upstate. They were affiliated with NWA for a while, and now they're just Upstate Pro Wrestling. And I am still—I don't do commentary for them as much as I used to. I'm mm-hmm. sort of helping out backstage. But throughout all the companies, like Neo Spirit up in Canada, I got to do ESW in Buffalo. I got to do throughout my 17 years of actually doing that. I've gotten to call not only some of the matches for the local guys, especially. Um, who a, lot, a guy who a lot of the local fans might remember as Brody Lee, who now wrestles as Luke Harper in the WWE, actually defeated Eric Rowan on the pay-per-view this past Sunday night. But mm-hmm. um, I've also gotten to call matches for the likes of Jeff Jarrett, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Stevie Richards, Nikolai Volkoff, Raven. Um, so if so I were to sit here, I mean, I could just go on and on. That's awesome. Now, now describe to those who, what's it like? I mean, you're you're watching these two men, gladiatorial battling it out here. I mean, is do you have a? a uh, I mean, you have to be quick on the fly. Oh imagine, yeah, right? oh yeah. So. So you had to train yourself. I mean, you seem like a person that uh, is quick anyway. We've oh, yeah. been chatting all day. But describe more. Like you, it's it you. Uh, you have to go. I mean, how long are you chatting? Is it a two hour straight? You know, it's you- generally two hours of matches. Um, now they would have the intermission, mm-hmm. and the fans they get to enjoy the intermission. The wrestlers come out and do autographs and all that. Us commentators, we're checking with the promoter to see what's going on in the second half of the show. We're shoveling down food as quick as we can. We're replenishing ourselves. 
with water as quick as we can, answering the call of nature as quick as we can, because <laughs> we gotta be huh? we gotta be right back at that booth, and as soon as that bell rings, we gotta be ready to go. So basically, if there's like a two an hour, two and a half hour show, we get maybe five minutes to catch our breath. Wow. Oh so it's God. something that not only do you have to be quick witted, um, you also have to have sort of endurance. And I will say that. After every show, I had no voice. <laughs> I sounded a lot like this, you know. <laughs> that nice frog sound going on there. <laughs> it would um, be fun if I ever went to a McDonald's and went to order drive through Yes, I would like a hamburger, please. <laughs> I almost sound like Gilbert Godfrey with like a really bad sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, now, you, so you were doing this locally. Uh, are you a, a, a Rochester local? Have you always been around in Rochester? Oh yeah, I, I, you know, I was born in Rochester. Nice. Um, it's a great city. I mean, a lot of people. There's stuff that have gone on here in the past mm-hmm. that they don't realize. Like as I was telling you before, Rochester, an original NFL city, the Rochester Jeffersons, which were around for about which I did not four know. Years. I, I don't know how I missed that. So Rochester was an original uh, NFL city. NFL city. Yeah. Now, how many? Do you know how many there were original cities of, of, of NFL? I mean, Let's see. There was. Green Bay, there was Portsmouth, um, there was Dayton, Columbus, and all the, a lot of these cities. The only city that's left that was originally in the NFL that still has its team is the Green Bay Packers. Oh, wow. wow. Um, Portsmouth went and became the Detroit Lions. Decatur became the Chicago Bears. And a lot of the other teams, like the Rochester Jefferson, just sort of faded into obscurity. So it's Jefferson's named after the same guy like Jefferson Road is named after? Correct, correct, yeah. Wow. Well, there, there was a park that they would play there. And that's how they got their name, because that's basically how a lot of teams, like the Green Bay Packers, it was a packing company mm-hmm. that yeah. started them. Yeah, I thought it was a, uh, I, I read, actually read a, a factoid about it a while back. Yeah. <laughs> that the, uh, yeah, they actually had a naming right. It was paid uh, $500 for the naming rights at that and still called the Packers. I guess yeah. it's the best uh, marketing money ever spent, <laughs> probably. Um, so uh, do, you, do you know, I mean, what was their, was their icon or mascot is there something like anything they would have back i then? don't think they really had mascots back then because that was the age of the leather helmets gotcha. and it was also an age where you would have college players play under assumed names wow. and get paid <laughs> a lot of players lost their eligibility that way but um yeah you'd have a lot of guys who play under assumed names back then so it was sort of like a wild wild west is how professional football was back then that sounds amazing uh i, I love Rochester. we have a lot of good history at this time oh yeah uh the first boom town we're talking about you gave me a, a, a factoid about movie which I was impressed oh, yeah. with. Uh, we had uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Which was which, shot in Batavia. Nice. You had the Spider-Man movie, which was shot here. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of movies from, like, say, the 1920s, the silent film era, even until now, which used Eastman film. Mm-hmm. So a lot of movies were processed right here in Rochester. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I this city's pretty cool. It's, I mean... I, I try to let people know how impressive the city is. Like we were one of the first big boom towns. We actually were yeah. the first boom town. They actually had like money pouring in. I mean, you look at uh, the uh, where the subway is. Used to be a giant aqueduct for a boats to yeah. go over a river. I mean, that's how pretty pretty good baller of a town if you have a, a, your bridge for boats. You know, <laughs> so. Um, but uh, people are already messaging me again. I got to get the trivia question out so I don't get All too right, much hate let's mail. let's get this done. So since you are a music man, I figured I would toss out a random fact about Rochester and somehow tap into the music. Uh, it won't be the Metallica one because okay. I know you're probably asked that I already, a zillion I already times. spoiled that one. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I probably, you probably you know that way before. I try to trick people. That's my, <laughs> my trick here. Uh, so the uh, Sibley Music Library, you know, the, the downtown here, is, uh, which is an amazing collection of music uh, for Rochester, is famous for what now? Is it Sibley Music Library? Is it famous for a having an actual signed copy of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony? Is it B 
B, having the only known sheet music that is u- that used blood ink, which is literally what it sounds like. It's actually the, uh, there's a Russian composer put blood in the ink and actually did that. Uh, Brower Van Leinster, I think the name was. Uh, is it um, C, the largest collection of sheet music in the world? Or is it D, the only music library to have hours after 5 p.m. in the world? So you can answer wow. all show, and I'll ask it again later on. People missed out. But the Sibley Music Library, what is it famous for? So um, it's yeah, so, good to know that I have a one in four chance of getting that right. Exactly. I like so, my odds. Yeah, yeah. So remember, so we have A, uh, you have a signed copy. Uh, we have Beethoven signature on one of the symphonies. Uh, B, having sheet music that was written in blood. Is it uh, C, just the largest collection in the world? Or uh, is it D, has the library that actually is on, is after? Open after 5 p.m. in the world. The only known one to actually open after 5 p.m. in the world. So that's your answer. You have your questions. You have, your, you have all show to answer. If people can write uh-huh. in and help you if anyone knows the answer. I ask to not Google. I always try to get people <laughs> to use their brain. If you have uh, any help for uh, Randall today, you can let me know. First person writes in with the right answer. Get some uh, meatballs and beer with me. So Or us if you want to join or us again. Us. So... Uh, and again, if you have any questions for uh, Randall or myself, please message me at Magnus Apollo at Twitter or uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com. But we're talking about you are from Rochester. You have uh, any. So being a, a fan of music and sports and stuff, you're talking about the, the wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it must have been. How was the shows? Do you used to go to some early shows back in the, you know, the scenes back in the day? Well, I will say this. Um, I never really went to a lot of the indies back in the 90s because I wasn't aware that there were any around. It wasn't until NMW came around that I started going to them. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. When it comes to wrestling, if you're a fan and that's all you want to be, stay a fan. Don't try to you know, get, you know, know, become a professional wrestler yourself or get into uh-huh. commentary or all that because it's sort of like you're a fan of magicians. okay? And in all your life, you watch magicians on TV. Then all of a sudden, that curtain is drawn back. And you see how they perform the tricks. You learn all their little secrets and all that. And then it sort of loses a little bit of the luster. And then you you become more critical of it when you're watching it on TV. I mean, anybody who follows me on Twitter, at Handsome Randall, by the way, for anybody out there who wants to give me a follow. uh, Nice nice little plug. Um, Usually on Monday nights, I'm watching Raw, and I'm just critiquing the heck out of it. And not all of it good. All right. So uh, say the Twitter handle again? Um, At Handsome Randall. Nice. Perfect. Um, Easy to remember. <laughs> Much better. I like it pretty good. Um, that's cool. So you uh, uh, you ever tried wrestling yourself? You well, I, I have an issue with my leg, which prevented me from gotcha. getting in between the ropes. Um, I did do a show in um, Schenectady, yeah, in Schenectady, New York. It was called SPW. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be managing a guy named JC Money, who's a good friend of mine. And uh, what happened is it was during the sto- a winter storm, and the referees all got stuck in Syracuse. Oh, really? So the promoter comes up to me and says, all right, Randall, here's a referee's outfit. Get in the ring. <laughs> I had to do a two-hour show by myself. I was the only referee. Oh, my God. <laughs> and let me say, when intermission came, they were just handing me Gatorade, and I was sucking it down like I'd been in the desert for like about forty days or something. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, oh, we do have a, a message just coming. Ah, asking, cool. um, actually asking, uh, what was your first album? Do you have a first album? Like the one, or, or what's your? The question actually was, what is your first album slash What is your most played album? So actually, they're getting two questions for us. Out of okay, out of I'm here. going to date myself here. Okay. The first album I ever bought. Was Def Leppard's Hysteria. Nice. Okay. 
I did chores around the house to earn money, and I bought it on vinyl. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that, if that tells you, you know, that gives my age a little away for those of you who may not have been with us at the top of the hour. I actually saved my money up to buy something on vinyl. So Def Leppard's Hysteria was the first thing I ever bought for myself. If I have to say the album that's most overplayed, it's Quiet Riot's Terrified from 1993, which is cool and it has a Rochester tie to it because they actually thanked the House of Guitars in the liner notes. Really? Oh, yeah. And and to me, it was Quiet Riot's heaviest album. It was something that if they had released that Mm -hmm. after Metal Health, if they had released that instead of Critical Condition, which was the second album, I don't think their career would have nosedived the way it did Hmm. just because it was heavier than anything they had done before. Um, they experimented more. They actually did a cover of uh, Ichiku, pa- um, yeah, Ichiku Park from um, Humble Pie. They actually had a pretty cool cover of that on there as well. And to me, I think Terrified is their best album. I, I would put it above the more famous Metal Health album, huh. <clears throat> which was technically their third album, but not a lot of people know that. I didn't know it was their third, third, third album. They had maybe. two albums which released only in Japan. Now, what people don't understand is that Quiet Riot actually scored a record deal long before Van Halen. Really? Okay. Ru- Quiet Riot had a record deal in the 70s. Uh-huh. They saw Quiet Riot 1, Quiet Riot 2, which featured Randy Rhodes on lead guitar, released in Japan only through CBS Records. It wasn't until, you know, after the band broke up and Randy Rhodes was actually due to rejoin them, uh-huh. but he sadly died in the plane crash. Uh, then Rudy Sarzo took over for him again because he had taken over for him with Ozzy. Now he's taken over for him again in Quiet Riot. And he released uh, Metal Health, which actually featured Slick Black Cadillac, which was the only song from the previous two albums that they actually carried over and re-recorded. Hmm. And if you actually listen to the original version, it is very dated. It is very 1970s keyboard opening. There's no <laughs> guitar opening to it. It I've sounds never heard this. Sounds it good. sounds a hundred percent different than the the version you're used to. Wow! Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, I have to check this out now. So, oh yeah. Uh, if any listeners are listening in, you want to shoot me a, a YouTube link for that one or a video, some sort of link for that. Let me know. I'll definitely check it out <laughs> after the show here. Um, it's great. I have minions every once in a while. Like I have a couple <laughs> people who listen in. They'll send me the link. We're talking about. It. All of a sudden, I get a, a message on Twitter. I'm like here it is. I'm like Thank are you, they man. little and yellow too? Like the minions from Despicable Me? I think sometimes they're a little more oompa loompa like. But they're I'm more not sure. Oompa loompa like. Yeah, I think they have cooler hair. That's what I think really <laughs> it is. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, do you? Oh, thank you. I just have a message in again. Uh, This is from Bill and our good friend Bill. Uh, You walk into someone's home and on their shelf of albums slash CDs, you see nothing but Yanni, uh, Prog Rock, and Opera. What do you do? I take the Yanni and I beat him over the There's nothing wrong with Prog Rock. You know, a lot, you know, Yes is a Prog Rock band and people don't get how much Yes influenced bands like Metallica, like. Stradivarius Dream Theater. Mm-hmm. Dream Theater, big Yes fans. Mike Portnoy, big Yes fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot, it's, that's the one thing. You, you can't really, you know, dump on prog rock because that was pretty much one of the founding grounds for, for what became metal in the 80s. It's a building towards it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a path it took. So. You know, Acid Rock with uh, Iron Butterfly was, was part of the step. You know, uh, Lucifer's Friend was another Acid Rock band. And a lot of that sort of like the building blocks. People just give Zeppelin and Black Sabbath credit for, for you know, creating mm-hmm. metal the way it is today. But you had a lot of the bands that came around in the late 70s, like Diamond Head, Saxon, Raven, the new wave of British heavy metal, which Def Leppard technically is a part of. So, you know, you, you, you had all of that come about. Mm-hmm. 
Girls house. <laughs> oh yes, this is it. Like I said, we have some music this time. This is the original version of Slick Black Cadillac. Cool. Yes. I did not realize that. That's amazing. Things you learn. Things yeah. you learn. Well, there's a lot that rattles in this brain. I just have to find the right file, you know? I was telling someone the other day, I, my memory system is like, there's a, a giant filing system in my head, but it's run by a very old guy that's like, <laughs> yeah, close enough. That's pretty much this guy in my head. So. Now, how much of that is porn? <laughs> oh, there's a whole section in the back. There's, a, there's The lights are out in the back there, so watch out. So a lot of it. Oh, my goodness. So, um, all right, so actually, someone else wrote in. Actually, it's another same question from another person here, but uh, but did your family help you uh, find a love of metal? Uh, no. No? Here's what I had to deal with. All right. My mother loved Barry Manilow. Blech. <laughs> so not a fan of love. Okay. Saying, and, huh? and I know this is probably going to upset a lot of people out there. My father, big Elvis fan. Me, Elvis. Blech. Whoa. Can't stand Elvis. Whoa. To me, to me, that's like water torture. Cannot <laughs> Line stand, in the sand. People are can, getting nervous now. Cannot stand Elvis. And my sisters liked garbage like Loverboy and John Cougar Mellencamp. Huh. Me, I discover, well, I first started out, first thing I ever saw on MTV was the Thompson Twins. So I started getting into New Wave, you know, mm-hmm. Thompson Twins, Kajagoogoo, Thomas Dolby, all that. Then I saw Twisted Sister, We're Not Gonna Take Us. Like, yep, this is me right here. This is my music. <laughs> so it was your thing to have. You like you, the, you Oh, yeah. That. that was my salvation from the real bad music that surrounded me. Oh, I can believe it. Yeah, I remember I grew up with uh, my older cousins were about eight years older than I was. And uh, they were uh, two, you know, two women and very much product of 80s and stuff. And they had some of the music was, I mean, they got me into some metal, which I at least some of that, you know, Twisted Sister, yeah. which I got that luckily. But they had some music that was just painful to be around. And I suddenly remember because I'm about to, like, I was popping in like Megadeth and that. And that was my like headphones on can zone out. Yeah. I remember asking for my birthday and I asked for a Megadeth uh, tape back. You know, yeah. And people stared at me like, you listen to this sort of music? You know, should we have an intervention? We don't know <laughs> so oh my goodness so uh the uh yeah i got some other questions you want to answer i don't know what you want to if you want to play some fun stuff or anything else well, you too, know, we can give a little sample of you know what i play because the one thing i try to do i try to stay away from music that's overplayed mm-hmm. like the only way you'll ever hear rock you like a hurricane on my show is if it's a live version so or if there's actually a hurricane happening outside yeah yeah, yeah. But like I said, I because I'll let everybody else play what's overplayed, mm-hmm. okay? Because these bands have so many other songs that are out there that are great. And I think the first one that we will throw to right now is one of my favorites from Accept. Okay. And it's London Leather Boys. People were messaging questions today, so um, we'll see how it goes. Hello, hello. We back on that. Oh. Nice. Sorry, we got so excited yeah. talking over here without even realizing. 
So, um, oh, actually, we had uh, uh, another question which I thought we need to need to ask you here. Uh, uh, Susan asks, uh, "What songs do you wake up to?" What songs do I wake you have, up you have a, to? I have a music in the morning to get you going. She actually has a question. Really, is is like, uh, what is the perfect album to? And then the question was like, what do you wake up to? What do you drive out of work? You know, when leaving work, what do you pop in the music? I got they want to know. I'm actually listening to Mike and Mike in the morning. So it oh, is. Nice. So if I when I do my workouts, I'll generally have like Vinnie Moore cranking or you know something instrumental. Vinnie Moore, Dan, Mom, um, Yingve. Yingve has some instrumental stuff as well. Uh, George Lynch. There's so many guitarists out there. That's what that's what I listen to if I'm going to work out. Now are you I, now you listen to music. Do you play music? Are you a guitarist? I was or? not that talented. I tried to play guitar as a kid, but mm. the instructor didn't like the fact I played left-handed. Oh, really? You know, and I I just was I tried right-handed. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. And plus, I could never get my parents to like pay for a drum set because that was my other love. I wanted to be John Bonham. Oh, I didn't want to go out the way John Bonham did. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I I enjoyed. I would enjoy playing drums. I would playing guitar. Oh, gotcha. See, I tell people I'm musically declined. I can barely play the radio, now, let alone anything. Like I, I did have a friend that we tried starting a band that was going to be called Dement It. Not mm-hmm. Dement, just Dement. And we were going to do death metal covers of easy listening songs. <laughs> In fact, we, I was going to do lead vocals, and we we're actually going to do a, uh, a death metal cover of Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> Which is actually oddly fitting. I heard that that's a uh, twenty something anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary of uh, that. I worked in a music point. store when that movie came out, and this would be a funny story. If if you're driving, you may want to pull over. So VHS copy is sitting on this um, the uh, counter there. Guy comes up with his girlfriend, and the girlfriend looks at the movie, gives a look, says, "That movie was stupid." I'm like, "Oh, a woman who didn't like Titanic." So I'm like, "You know, what was what didn't you like about it? The ending." Oh, you didn't like that he died? No. The fact that a piece of ice could sink a boat is stupid. Who would believe that would happen? <laughs> and I'm just like, she's like, they should have written a better ending. Her boyfriend's just giving this look like, I apologize. Oh, yeah. She is this stupid. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's great in the sack, but exactly. I'm so sorry. And, and think she's... about this is 20 years ago, and I still remember this. It happened 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I it, There's a lot of dumb people. I, I remember being, I actually watched that movie in the theater because I got dragged here in college. Uh, maybe I dragged so much, but pulled <laughs> you know a little harder. Uh, and uh, we're standing in line, and the, I'm standing, there was a group of people in front of me, and a couple of friends ahead of them because I'm sort of standing and getting tickets. Yeah. And... Uh, the two friends are talking and they're like talking about how it must be interesting when the, the how the ship's going to go down. We're talking about the special effects yeah. and CGI, CGI of it. And the people between us commented like, oh, spoil it for us. And we first thought they were joking. <laughs> and then they realized they were we did, they had no idea what were, what was going to ex- happen. They didn't know any of the story about it. I, I remember <laughs> thinking about that, being like, wow, no, they, they didn't know. Titanic, oh. Should have been should have realized then is a t- sign of the times coming yeah. up. But. Metal Church actually did a song off. Um, I think the album In the Dark actually did a song. I think it was called April Twelfth through April, but it was all about the Titanic sinking. Mm-hmm. So long before Celine Dion cashed in on the Titanic, Metal Church had a song about the the sinking of the boat. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so see, see how everything ties in the metal. <laughs> see, folks, everything ties in, even the oh. Titanic. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so we have what other sort of good stuff you have going on on your show at night? So, uh, if those just tuning in right now, you're listening to uh, WRFZ, uh, Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. My guest tonight on the Mind of Magnus is Randall Burton from uh, Metal Mountain. Uh, Friday nights at midnight here into the Saturday morning times, uh, and we're just talking about talking about the man, getting to know more about him, but also talking about the show too. But what else? If people want to tune into well, the show, what can another they another band you're going to hear is the band that many consider to be ground zero for what came in the thrash era of the 1980s, and that's Diamond Head. The best new wave of British heavy metal band in my... Well, next to Iron Maiden. There's the Mount Rushmore. But Diamond Head was a band more than any that helped influence Metallica. And we're getting a chance to check out one of my favorites, and that's Helpless. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, now... Now this is actually someone asked that question just before about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the letters for new something British metal? What was the initials? It just comes. It's N W. Oh crap! N W H M B. Because it was asked me what that yeah. those letters. It's the new versus, wave, new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what new wave British metal versus new wave American heavy metal. Is there actually a distinction between these? Person just wrote it. Maybe they're trying you know, to catch me the, up. Here. The thing is that so many of the American bands were influenced. I mean, like I said, Metallica was influenced by Diamond Head. Um, trying to think, a couple, of, you know, guys like In Mountain Crew even had some Diamond Head influences. A lot of your local, a lot of your U.S. bands, Lizzie Borden, all had influences from new wave of British heavy metal. So you, you really can't say that one was better than the other because mm-hmm. if it's not for one, you never have the other. And we're just, maybe disco stuck, you know, is be popular for a few more years if it's not for, you know, bands like Diamond Head, Iron Maiden, Saxon, who we'll hear in a little bit, and all then. They, they saved us from disco, folks. <laughs> Which is fine. I, I'm glad <laughs> I missed the disco era. Oh, my goodness. I have, I have a couple of uncles that are kind of like, like the disco too much, and I, I'm glad I missed that, baby. Yeah, every Ooh. time I hear the Bee Gees, I like, get like this urge to go, Bleh. I will say, as much as I do, I do get a kick out of their staying alive, for some weird reason, in the back of my head, I must be associated with something good in my mind. So I'm always like, oh, yeah. I can't envision how that band, like, we need to make a good sound. Let's pick that sound. The singer's like, that, that's our town. That's what sound we're going to make. That's you know, what we're going to sing. You, you can take out staying alive and replace it with stainless knives and sing the song and still keep the tempo. <laughs> That's all. You know what? I just realized why I like Bee Gees. I, I send a link. When uh, they're making, um, they first start making the military robots walking around like the bipedal robots currently, yeah. like the military. And someone put the, the one walking on a treadmill to the beat. That one. Oh, God. <laughs> But now, envision this moment right now with a walking robot, military backpack, walking, striding to it. And I kept, I started laughing. I have no idea why. I just, it made me laugh. So, this is torture. Oh, yes. I'm torturing this, my this guests. Is, this is hell. <laughs> but that man thought, whoever the lead singer is for the BGs, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, One of the Gibbs. Yeah, yes, exactly. Bobby? Uh, Barry. Barry Gibbs. Barry uh, Gibbs, yeah. Um, Who I think is the winner of the sole surviving Gibbs, you know. He won the prize. <laughs> yes, he won the prize. It's sort of like Betty White won the uh, Golden Girls Elimination <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> I have a dark sense of humor. You'll learn that. So you know that, that much more. Does that shine through on the show? I mean, you. I mean, sometimes it does. Um, you know, I'll get a little dark with my humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're allowed show. to late yeah. in the evening. You yeah. Can't, I mean, Friday night to Saturday is the perfect time for being you, playing awesome metal, and that. So it seems like I. I, I was trying to go back and. Uh, 
uh, catch it this past weekend, but uh, unfortunately, I passed out due to like illnesses and stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, it seemed like you're having fun with it. And uh, oh, yeah. my friend, a couple of friends that listened to metal actually knew uh, I was having you, on, you know, having you on. Like, oh, I listened to that show. Yeah. Good to know. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, if people want to listen to your show, it is uh, Fridays at midnight. Of right? course. Very, very cool. Um, and people are actually asking that one person missed the trivia question. So I'll get a chance to ask that one again. Cool. So are you ready for the trivia question? Sure. Time? Let's, so, let's hear it again. So the trivia question is, uh, the Sibley Music Library located here in Rochester, New York, is famous for what? Is it A, having a signed copy of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony? Is it B, having the only known sheet music, surviving sheet music, excuse me, that is used blood ink, which is literally where the musician uses their blood mixed with a certain type of ink and write it? Is it C, the largest collection of sheet music in the world? Or is it D, the only music library to have hours after 5 p.m. in the world? Hmm. So you have a, and you don't have to answer yet. Yeah, yeah, uh, one person wrote in saying they don't think it's A, if you're helping out. They said they don't think it's A because they don't think anyone has a signed copy of anything from, from Beethoven. Yeah. But they could be wrong. I don't know, but that's what they, they're saying. Uh, and the other person uh, says that D does sound they do because they're walking past and they said that there's 11 p.m. time on there. So they don't know if it's right or not, but someone wrote in saying they just walked past today and on the, on the door it says till 11 p.m. So uh, during the uh, class times, I guess. So, But if you have an answer, please write in. You can yeah. message me at Magazine Apollo. Uh, you also message uh, you and your Twitter handle. Uh, yep, at Handsome Randall. Handsome Randall. Uh, but uh, you have a couple, you know, another, about another 15 minutes we'll get the answer. Oh, okay. It, so we're doing pretty good for time. Time is flying. Though. Time is flying, yeah. So uh, we had another question, by the way, I want to get to. Uh, and this is a fun one. Um, I have a lot of quirky, cool listeners okay. and stuff. Okay. Uh, and is worded this way. Uh, you've been given a time machine from our future historian. He wants you to take him to the best metal performances in the history of our century. You were, where do you go? Top three or five. You don't have to give all of them, but where are you taking this future historian? And the person then follows up, and then afterwards, you go, go, you go kill Hitler. After that. But first, you get three to five best shows of this time, this time traveler. So what do you think would be the best? Dio. Dio? Nice. Is <laughs> in fact, one? I make it simple for you. We'll go see Deal Solo, mm -hmm. Deal with Rainbow, and Deal with Sabbath. <laughs> and if we've got time, we'll go see Deal with the Elves as well. This band before he was in uh, in Rainbow. That's amazing. So, so it's a Deal tour. It's, it's a Deal tour. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, do you have a specific? Uh, so, uh, let's go back through it. Uh, uh, Deal Solo. You said yes. That would uh, um, be the first. Nice. Uh, next one was um, would be Deal. With Rainbow. With Rainbow. Because then you can see Deal and Richie Blackmore at the same time, you know. Nice. And then Deal with Sabbath. Oh, I have to check that out. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So this time traveler is getting a full D Devo, <laughs> Dio It's experience. all Dio. Dio. Because I consider Dio to be the greatest metal frontman of all time. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the few people that actually likes the Dio Sabbath era versus the Dio or the um, Ozzy Sabbath era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Heaven and Hell, you cannot beat that song. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I could, I just say it's a very good song, and I think about it. I haven't thought about that song yeah. in forever, and now I'm processing it in my brain. That is a pretty gosh darn good song. And, and, and um, Time Machine, which was on the Dehumanizer album in 93, which was actually Dio's second tour with, uh, with Black Sabbath. It was mm. another, it's another favorite of mine. Nice. So, uh, so you hop in a time machine, go check out Dio. Then you and him go kill Hitler. It's not a, not a bad day. Sounds like. Sounds can like can we like take out Donald Trump's dad at the same time, or uh, just, just point him a different direction? Don't take any man out. <laughs> I just, you got to do just distract him for five minutes because it's very much you have to be born. Well, at that's time, that's how right? Trump was born in the first place. He got distracted. <laughs> the phone rang. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we, we do not condone any sort of <laughs> Ill, uh, uh, Ill intent to the president. No, just, right just, now. just jokes, people. Relax. Yeah, just, yeah. We are just going to tell, give his dad a, a really, really nice weekend trip away for about a, or so. Miss that window. We'll, we'll introduce him to Typhoid Mary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There actually was, uh, uh, I don't know if you, uh, do you know Neil deGrasse Tyson? The, yeah. So, yeah. I used to watch Cosmos all the time when it was on Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. He's an interesting guy. He had a, uh, he was, he was in Rochester here. He gave a couple, uh, one talk a while back. And uh, the topic came up about, um, uh, like, uh, paradoxes. And right. And he stops and he was like, why? And he was like, well, go back and kill your grandpa. And he's like, wait a minute, stop. I got to tell you this. Why people want to kill everyone? You don't have to kill. Why are you killing people? Just just push them. Just push them away. Just tell them to go away for a day or two. Yeah. If you're, if you're you know that window opportunity gone, you're gone. So I'm actually taking his his punchline from that thing there. But uh, uh, so but you have other interests. People are asking about you have metal wrestling, and like I said, you you uh, like Cosmos and stuff. Yes. Uh, is uh, any other any uh, you know let people know some uh, some secrets here about uh, uh, Randall? I am a huge movie buff. Nice. Um, you know, my favorite actor, Edward G. Robinson, mm-hmm. big film noir fan, big 50s sci-fi fan, big MSG uh, or MST3K fan. I like MSG, too, just so you know. It's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really yummy. Uh, I meant to say MST3K, which is, you know, but I said MSG. And so, well, MSG, because, you know, the Rangers play there, but my favorite hockey team. Nice. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I like all movies. I can't really say there's a specific, which I will put one over the other. I'm the same way. I have a grouping of like 10 of things I really like. I never give a, a one. I, I, think. I mean, but. I'll just say this. My VHS slash DVD collection of movies is somewhere in the 5,000s. Nice. That is impressive. <laughs> wow. That is really cool. I, I love, I like said, I, I enjoy music. I enjoy listening to it. But if I walked in and saw someone with a collection of movies like that. Have you ever yeah. seen Rob Zombie's? The movies? Yeah. Have you ever seen Rob? No, not his movies. Have you ever seen his collection? Uh, no, I've never seen his collection. Is okay. It? Back in the 90s and late 2000s, MTV had this show about you know cribs or whatever, and they went into Rob Zombie's house. Mm-hmm. He showed off all the Halloween and, and other types of um, B-movie memorabilia that he had there. He had like a Boris Kar- Karloff statue, which, you know, White Zombie, that's how they got the name. Mm-hmm. But they, he took the person down in the basement. His entire basement is all movies. Wow. Really? He said he has somewhere near 40,000 movies, and That's you could amazing. tell it's just like all DVDs, wall-to-wall DVDs. That's amazing. Oh, man. See, I mean, like, if I had enough money, I'd probably do the same. I'd exactly. You know, when you got Rob Zombie, when you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, just could do. I mean, like, he I, he had to be a, a fan of movies. I mean, right. Because you could just see his how he handled. I like to see his handling of Halloween, I thought was great. Like, yeah. The, uh, you know, get the background story of Michael Myers out of that. that I mean, only he could pull that off. Right. I think. Uh, now you have a uh, so your movie fan you were mentioning before I think you are you are so vintage seems like fifties and sixties yeah. sci fi seems like if oh, that's yeah. your favorite actor I mean, movies like you know Forbidden Planet Rocket Ship oh, XM yeah. which actually um, Hugh O'Brien Hugh O'Brien I believe was the name of the guy who actually is from Rochester was in that movie really? and that movie was actually featured on MST three K. Oh, that's amazing! Um, in like the second or, or third se- season. So, uh, so I look around. What do you think of the new seasons of MST3K? I'm actually loving it so far. Nice. I actually, um, I was nervous. I, thought, I was nervous about getting used to the new guy, but yeah. I got used to the other guy that replaced Joel. So, yeah, yeah used my, to my him came in. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, I, I was nervous. Yeah, same thing. I was nervous because, like I said, I, it's not that I'm uh, like. I mean, I love it, I, I, but I'm like, eh, still, it's a bad movie. They shouldn't care about it, but deep down, it's kind of caring about yeah. it. I didn't want to have bad stuff happen. But uh, Jonah. His name Jonah, is? yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a little nervous, but he's doing pretty good. Oh, I'm, yeah. en- I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm happy that Patton Oswalt's part of it. Oh, yeah. TV's son of TV's Frank. 
Um, but yeah, I've, I've uh, been definitely happy that the, the the sense of humor they have is still MST3K, right? Thing. Like the sticks between movie the movie times, perfect. I'm loving it. I mean, I mean, who never has done that before? And just sitting at home, just riffed on a movie badly. Mm-hmm. I remember doing that when I had free passes to go see Mystery Men, and I'm watching all the people walk out of a free showing, and I'm watching people, you know, can I get a, a refund on this free movie? You know, that movie <laughs> did more to kill P.B. Herman's career than his escapades in the movie theater. <laughs> and that's saying something, and you yeah. can go and Google that. I'm not going to say what he did. Yeah. You can go Google Paul Rubin's movie theater, and I just really hope no children are in the room yeah yeah. we'll just leave it at that <laughs> um so i uh, what other stuff before I, I don't get too much and i like to give some more tastes of the radio show if you have any more to, to play for us here well we got uh, we'll go to the next one here another band that was part of the new wave of british heavy metal sound a band that actually is reissuing their entire catalog saxon and what we're going to hear now is denim and leather I love it. There's such a good, like, my head's instantly bobbing as I'm on. Like, I can't not move to this music. So, you know, they had another song. um, It's called Dallas 1 p.m., which is all about the Kennedy assassination. Really? And actually features a lot of the news clips and all that from that day. I've never heard this. Oh, yeah. Check that out. Wow. So, I I love when groups get really involved that way. They really have such a, a song concept. This is it right now. Middle music too. We could yeah. talk over the background. That's awesome. <laughs> I like. I should really probably put more music in this show because I like having the music in the background. Keeps me happy, moving. <laughs> Keeps your head moving. And yeah, exactly. So I get like too, the, the too blood serious. flowing. You know, <laughs> I gotta need it. Um, so are you a person now? I mean, uh, uh, are you do you have music on in your house all the time? Are you a person that surrounds yourself with music? Or generally, yeah. I mean, I, I will say this. I, I I did mention I want to get this out to anybody who's listening who is you know in their younger years. If your parents tell you do not have your headphones up at a loud volume all the time. Listen to them. I learned the hard way. You know, I'm one of those people that you can insult in front of my face, and I probably won't hear it because I'm hearing a nee sound. So, I mean, I actually blew speakers out in the headphones. Oh my I gosh. mean, granted, they were the cheap ones, the dollar ninety nine ones. I still pick up takes, at. takes a bit of energy oh, yeah. to break uh, break headphones, no matter what they are. So, wow. And I think I was actually listening to "Go to Hell" from Megadeth one time when that happened. <laughs> Megadeth, see, back again. Exactly. So, um, Let's see here. Uh, any other fun? People are actually messing some questioning. Uh, messaging me some questions. I can't <laughs> talk. some questions. Yeah, yeah. I can never get the words out around here. Um, oh, actually, so uh, I, I have uh, an ongoing question people kind of ask since lately I've been asking about food on this show. I don't know how it happened. We had a couple. We had a, the food critic came out yeah. at one point. Uh, and then people tend to talk about food. Russia is such a kind of a food, you know, happy town. Right. Um, Garbage plates. 
<laughs> yeah. So I, do you have a do you have a favorite spot for garbage plate? Do you have a uh, one that's? I would prefer to go to Tahoe's. Um, I've gone Classics. to sh- I've gone to Shaler's before and gotten their hot dog garbage plate. Mm-hmm. So I but mean they're, they're the good. Original? You know when it's two in the morning and you got some alcohol in you, and a lot of times you don't realize what you're eating. <laughs> it's perfect hangover. Exactly. Food. Perfect like drunk food and refrigerated garbage plate is perfect hangover food. I think you're like that nice yeah. grease and exactly power in that way. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, what are you looking forward to? I, I actually, my, I'm trying to end the show on positive notes and talking about Rochester. I like getting the Rochester experience, so I want to thank you for having me yeah. on. By the way, um, but uh, so in uh, our future plans for Rochester, and what do you uh, what do you hope to see for the Randall Burton future? Do you want to have? Uh, I hope to have a lot more local bands on my show. Um, oh, nice. You know, one of the the inspirations for me even getting behind the mic and doing radio. There's two of them. Uh, Doctor Johnny Fever, WKRP in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching that. And the late great Uncle Raj, who was just inducted into the Rochester Music Hall of Fame. He should have been a first ballot inductee, in my humble opinion, because he did so much for the local scene. I mean, Nick and the Nice Guys never would have been where they are if it wasn't for the work of Uncle Raj. And when he mm-hmm. helped produce the um, the CMF album back in the, the early 1980s, so many bands locally owed a lot to Uncle Raj. And you know, now I'm in a position where I can sort of keep his spirit, keep his matches alive of giving these local bands... You know, their moment in the sun, their moment. I mean, who knows? My show may be the only time they're ever played on the radio. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But at least they've got that three or four minutes where they can point to and say, hey, our song was just on the radio. And and that's something I want to push. So if there's any local bands out there, anybody who knows somebody who's in a local band and you're listening to this show right now, hit me up at Handsome Randall and I will tell you how you can send me an MP3, a quick bio, Mm -hmm. um, influences, you know, and stuff about the band. And I may even decide to bring the band in for an interview on the show one time. So, yeah. Yeah, So, you guys, if if you're a band or know of band, let them know. I mean, this is... I love bringing you know people on the air. So chance of bringing people with music. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be amazing for you to get a chance to share people's love, like literally broadcast on the airwaves. Oh, yeah. The dream everyone has growing up. So, um, but uh, let's see. Um, what is people have asked some other questions, but I must have scrolled past <laughs> them. I don't know. What happened we apologize here. for any questions he has accidentally yeah, exactly. scrolled past. <laughs> the fault um, of him scrolling past is not, it's nothing to do with Rochester Free Radio. <laughs> so, uh, how would you describe your hair? Not asking me. How, people are curious now. How big is your hair? How would you describe it? I would describe it as poofy at times. Um, think Freddie Mercury in the 1970s. That's it's kind of how my hair is. Uh, it is. It's very yeah. nice, folks. I'm actually very envious right now. <laughs> it's like, it, people aim for this sort of hair. Exactly. Pretty, pretty, and, and nice. you know, all my friends that I went to high school with because they wore hats all the time. Uh, <laughs> right we, have a, we have a right in right now. I think it's a lion's mane. A Very, lion's mane. That's probably from somebody who doesn't have hair. To you know, <laughs> I'm guessing so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, a lot of my friends I went to high school with, they all wear hats all the time, and I didn't. I didn't follow that trend, and mm-hmm. you know, they need Rogaine, and I need just for men. <laughs> I need a weed whacker. That's an impressive yeah, a weed hair. That's I'm very impressed. So, what's, yeah. what's funny is I can go tomorrow, get this hair cut, mm-hmm. and three weeks from now it's going to be just like this. That's so cool. I'd met with my beard. I'll trim my beard up and see. I'll I can't sneeze. do that. I can't do that with the beard because I want to grow the handlebar mustache. Oh yeah. I tried that so many times, <laughs> but the hair, the mustache was just not cooperating. Not so the handlebar never appeared. <laughs> 
I want to be like Rolly Fingers from the uh, the old Oakland A's, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Curl it around that way. Exactly. That's perfect. Um, so uh, you are, I want to just kind of summarize people so you can check out your show. We have uh, exactly. uh, Metal Mountain on here, 106.3 FM on uh, Friday nights at uh, midnight on. Uh, if people, uh, if you want to follow and learn more about anything you're working with wrestling, how can we, uh, where should we do that? You know, the best way is just follow me on Twitter at Handsome cool. Randall. Handsome Randall um, is. You know, I talk everything on there, politics, movies, wrestling, uh, music. So it, it's a hodgepodge. Nice. Yeah. Are you a, a Twitter per- I mean, you a person that frequent on Twitter? Are you a- I try to be without, you know, overkilling it. Yeah, you're allowed you to know, be. There, there's a lot of people, it's like they never leave Twitter. It's like that's their life. Yeah, they just do that and become the president. That's the only thing they do, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, there are some people that uh, tweet at me here and there and... I love them, but they they tweet every few minutes. They're constantly yeah. tweeting, and I'm like, I don't know how you have a life if you're. I mean, like nothing against them. They always have general content, but I don't know. They, it's just amazing yeah. the frequency they do it at. And, and, so. and I and I do want to say, if there's any bands out there, local bands that follow me on Twitter, I will give you a follow back. And I anytime oh, nice. you post something, I will retweet it out there. So cool. Yeah, that's always good to have good to have yeah. a person that can bring that sort of stuff out there. Um, so actually, so the last couple of minutes, let's uh, people want to get that trivia question done. So uh, I'll ask it one more time, then I get your, get your yeah. final answer and see what you think. Uh, the trivia question for tonight, uh, since we have the, uh, the Encyclopedia of Music himself here, Metal uh, <laughs> Handsome Randall on here, uh, the Sibley Music Library here in Rochester, New York, is famous for what thing? Now, you have four chances for this one. Is it A, having a signed copy of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony? Is it B, having the only known sheet music that's still in existence that is used as blood ink, which is literally what you think it is? Uh, is it C, the largest collection of sheet music in the world? Or is it D, the only music store to have hours after 5 p.m. in the world? Ex- exclamation point, by the way, is in the world. And so, uh, What do you think your answer is there, Randall? You know, something keeps pulling me to the blood. The blood? I the, like the blood. I like, so, I know, like the B. Metal, you hit, that's how it works, right? There's some blood well, in there? Well, just to show how dark my sense of humor tends to be, and I, I actually will throw some of this out on Twitter, mm-hmm. I actually will say things like, you know, deep down, Dracula was just a neck romancer. Exactly. Oh, wait for That biting humor, I know. Oh, that's perfect. So uh, I'm actually looking through people who also voted. Uh, John wrote in saying that he does not think it is A. He does not think it is D uh, because it's currently closed now, he says. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, uh, he is guessing. He yeah. So we have one more person. Uh, Will wrote in saying that he thinks it's blood as well. So final answer. We should get a drum roll for this. I should have asked the, uh, the tech guys in yeah. there for a drum roll. Do we even have so. a drum roll drop? He's giving us the finger. So, oh, it's it's the one finger. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Answer is Oh, sorry, actually it was C, the largest collection. No blood. Oh. Okay, now we need the prices right drop. <laughs> That's why having a good tech is an amazing <laughs> exactly. thing to have in a radio show. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, no one got the answer right. The answer of the Sibley Music Library is actually the largest collection of sheet music in the world. Wow, that is good to know. That, that's another little tidbit of Rochester, man. Exactly. There's so much, like I said, there's so much stuff about this city that a lot of people don't know. Yeah, and uh, like, so my fairest plot, by the way, to get questions, I always try to figure out what question is going to catch yeah. my, my listener. And I thought, you know what? I'm having a metal guy on. Blood Inc. That should be the way. And I'm glad it worked. So. Now, I'm going to throw another little Rochester trivia for you about our own Rochester Red Wings. Uh-huh. 
Now, they are the only professional franchise in North America, in the, or I don't want to say North America, but in the U.S., mm-hmm. that has competed for a championship in eight consecutive decades. Eight decades? Eight consecutive decades. Really? If they go and compete for one before the year 2020, mm-hmm. that would be nine. Every oh, man, decade, every decade of their existence, they've competed at least once for a uh, a championship. And outside of the Yankees and the Montreal Canadiens and the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL, no other team has won more championships than the Rochester Red Wings. Oh my gosh, yay hometown! That's awesome. <laughs> I, lo- I I'm glad. That's actually cool to hear. And my uncle, uh, my uncle Will, I got like, contact him. He's a Red Wings fanatic. He's been to like every game for uh, I think the past ten years. Has he ever read Scott Petoniak's uh, books? He, he may have. I don't yeah, know. Those, I, 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 those things are amazing. I have to write. I, I make Christmas presents if he doesn't do it. Let me see. Yeah. What was the name of that guy again? Yeah. Scott Petoniak. He used to be a writer for the DNC and the Times Union when the Times Union was around. Nice. And he wrote um, Silver Seasons about the Rochester Red Wings. And then about a couple years later, when they moved the Frontier Field, after a while, he actually wrote a new edition of the book that encompassed the Frontier Field years. Oh, wow. That's a see. Things that you know. That's awesome. Exactly. You guys are learning so much today. But uh, <laughs> and fortunately, we've come to the end of the show. So, Randall, I want to thank you for being That's, on. I hope you had a fun time. That was the quickest hour of my life. Oh, people always say that. That's yeah. uh, especially some of my exes, I think. So, um, <laughs> uh, I thought that was quickest minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> oh, you read my blog right there. Hate mail. One of the two. <laughs> So you've been listening to The Mind of Magnus here on 106.3 FM WRFZ. Thanks to those who were listening in online and those who wrote in and said hi. Uh, if you want to check out Randall's show, uh, Metal Mountain, here at uh, 106.3, it's on Friday nights at midnight going into the Saturday mornings. Uh, check him out at Handsome Randall. Uh, at uh, his Twitter account. Uh, if you're a local band, too, make sure to write and say hello there. Uh, anything you want to part us with, Randall? Any thoughts, wisdoms? Any, any parting thoughts and wisdoms? Well, I already gave out the one about... Not keeping your headphones up at a loud music. Safety. safety. But I will say this to to anybody out there that's ever thought about picking up a guitar or any instrument or anyone's ever thought about acting. You know what? Just go out and get your name out there. Go out and do plays. Go out and do shows. Mm -hmm. You know, be prepared to give up your social life because when I did the wrestling shows more frequently, I was on the road 48 weekends out of the year. Wow. So it's more than sacrifice money and sacrificing time. It's you're sacrificing your social life. But if you've got to drive to do it, go ahead. So you, re- you know, realize and, it's going to be a balancing and, act, but you have to like you have to let stuff go to eventually have the big payoff. And at don't the end. don't measure success by breaking through that stratosphere and joining Lou Graham and Foreigner and just being on that plateau of music. Mm-hmm. If you can just go out there and bring your music to fifty people a night, and you get to travel and see the world, that's a success. Nice. That's the way to do it. I've uh, I, that that I wish people would follow, like listen to that sort of idea. Um, there's been uh, a couple bands I've seen that are amazing, and they're they're aiming for like you said, they want to be foreigner, they want to be right this big thing, they want to have you know just and we had a like the show I was at a couple ones there's like 40, 50 people there, we had a great time, and they were just like, well, it's only fifty people here, I'm like yeah, but we showed up. You're, you're talking yeah. the fifty people that are here excited about it. Oh, and so, always plug the merch. Yeah, yeah. Always plug the merch yeah, where the real money for the movie is made. <laughs> exactly. I was told by uh, yogurt, I believe, in, in Spaceballs. Oh, I could um, quote that movie all day. Oh, I love Spaceballs. One of my favorite movies. I saw it. I've actually seen it a couple times in the theater. They show every once in a while around here in Rochester. Uh-huh. 
But uh, we're coming fine to the end of it. We're going to start the conversation in again if you're not careful. Exactly. Uh, but hang around. Uh, Dave will not be in tonight, but he'll be still playing his uh, music from uh, uh, No Format. There'll be some awesome tunes playing all night. Uh, I want to thank Randall for coming in, Randall Burton. Uh, I'll definitely have him back on again for some fun conversation <laughs> and some more music, too, which oh, yeah. I want to. Uh, check his stuff out here at uh, Friday nights at midnight. Uh, you can message him at uh, Handsome Randall, me at Magnus Apollo on Twitter or uh, Magnus Apollo on Instagram, a bunch of other stuff. Just look for Magnus Apollo. You'll find me that way. And uh, thanks. I'll be back again next week. So take care, folks.